Welcome to Focus Fire Chat. Explore together. Welcome back for the 11th installment of our Extra Lore series recorded live on February 2nd, or well, I guess it's February 1st, actually, 2017 on Twitch.tv. Big shout out to the chat here. Thank you so much for spending your evening with us. Our topic for this chat is an exploration of the Legend of Zelda series. This is your host, Blue Crew 86. Alongside me, we have our newest addition to the team, Green Eyed Music Lover. Green, welcome to the team. Hope you're ready for the shenanigans. What are your thoughts on the topic tonight? Uh, I'm going to be, honestly, I'm going to be the odd man out for sure, odd woman out, because I had an N64, I had a Super Nintendo, but this was never a game I played. So I have been cramming for the last couple of hours just trying to figure out what in the world's going on. So I'm going to be the dumb (laughs) one asking all the questions since Justin's not here tonight. <laughs> oh. Call it, man, shots Call shots fired. <laughs> He's not here to defend himself. It's all right. She's you're going to fit in fine. You're going to fit. <laughs> so, of course for these topics, we always want to make sure we have someone who is who is pretty well versed in the lore. So it is with pleasure that I welcome in 64 Josh. Josh, how is everything going for you tonight? It's going good, man. It's been a blast sitting here making fun of your other host who's not here. Like, I mean, every podcast should start this way. I am, I am really excited to be here. I, I don't know if Justin agrees with us, but we'll, we'll try it. <laughs> um, can you let us know real quick where people can find you and uh, what got you into the Legend of Zelda series, actually? Oh boy. Uh, let's see. Well, people can find me pretty much anywhere at N64 Josh and at the Loot Cave. So thelootcave.com, uh, twitch.tv slash the Loot Cave, but that's switching to N64 Josh, which I already have. So, um, but yeah, Twitter N64 Josh is the main place you're going to converse with me. As far as Zelda. Oof. So this is actually kind of a fun story. Uh, I cut my teeth on the Atari. Okay, I'm old. I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I was used to a single joystick and a single button. And that's what I played. The neighbor kid had one. My I lived where I lived. My uncle lived in a house kind of behind us on this big farm. And he had the Atari and my neighbor had the Atari. So I'd go to my uncle's house, steal Atari games, go play it at the neighbor's house. It was great. Like Phoenix and pitfall and all, you know, the classics. And then there was this, this moment where I was at my grandmother's house and my, I guess he'd be a step cousin was there as well. And I didn't really know him. And I was young. He was young. He was, uh, we, we were young and I look at the TV and I see for the first time, the legend of Zelda. And he handed me this controller that had <laughs> no joystick <laughs> and f- like four buttons and a, a, a D pad. And I was like, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with this. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? <laughs> yeah. That's basically what happened. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the screen and I, and he's like, just hit start. And I, that's okay. So I hit the start button 
and I, I picked an empty profile and here is this little like elf and there's a there's a cave the the first loot cave right there's a there's a plug mm-hmm. and there's this bearded dude in there that says it's dangerous to go alone take this and it's like a a a wood sword and so here here i am like this is just i'm i'm blown away like like taking it all in like what i'm on an adventure right now i remember it was a it was a hot sunny day my grandma lived on a lake and I'm like, there's no way I'm swimming the rest of the day. Like, I will be in this house. I will be, I will be playing this. I will have no clue what I'm doing, but I will love every minute of it. And uh, I ran around for about five minutes. He's like, all right, your turn's over. And then I had to, and I'm oh. like, well, I'm not going to just sit and watch. So I took off, but I will never forget that that was like, it, it, it that was one of the first, it may have been the first like time I saw a Nintendo at least got to touch the controller. And then um, I remember going to a neighbor's house and this is before I had one. And I didn't even think I, I have, I have a lot of siblings. I'm the oldest of six. And so at that point I was probably the oldest of four, but, uh, or three. And, but I didn't even think to ask my parents for this for Christmas. I mean, I just never, I'm like, it's no, it's not going to happen. Right. I remember going to a neighbor's house and he had the second Zelda. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's more of this. You know? <laughs> like, and this one's more like, as I had seen Mario at that point and stuff. And I was like, wow, this is like, all I just want, I want to play this. And then it was either that December or the following. I got my NES. And then my parents said, you can't play any games that have magic in them or if there's <laughs> fighting. So I never got, <laughs> I never got Zelda. <laughs> So I've actually never beat the first Zelda, but before my wife and I bought the the house we're in, when we were the last place we were renting, um, which is about like two about two years ago, we are on like the sixth, like we're in the very last part of the first game. We played through it together because she's like, I used to beat this all the time as a kid. So like we sat down, <laughs> we put the kids to bed, and we would play the original Zelda. We're at the last part right now. So nice. Um, she even she's I told her I was doing this. She's like, Hey, we need to finish. I'm like, you're right. We do. We need to finish. So we're going to, we'll probably finish that up. Um, very soon. Nice. So, nice. Um, and then the first Zelda, I, I, how long do you want this to go? I mean, I can go a while. So if, if, if <laughs> hey, let's run, let's run through some, the housekeeping notes real fast and then we'll yeah, come okay. back to it. Cause yeah. well, that'll just take a couple of seconds. And I have a little, I have a little thing that you guys should enjoy in there so perfect before we start off the chat however i do have a few housekeeping notes in our last extra lore episode we discussed the world of mass effect if you missed that have any interest in hearing our thoughts please be sure to check out www.focusfirechat.com for archives of all previous chats as well as links to all our various other pages if you don't mind please give us some feedback on itunes to let us know how we're doing as many of you already know, Focus Fire Chat is a cross-community gathering where the intent is to offer a week-long, in-depth view of a particular subject from within the lore of Destiny and other games. With the Extra Lore series, we delve into a game series other than Destiny for a full month, giving the group a chance to get a feel for the other games that our community loves to play. 
We try to stream a recap of this month-long conversation in the first week of each month following the conversation. Please be sure to also give some support to the other podcasts in the Guardian Radio Network found at theguardiansofdestiny.com. These include Guardian Radio, the official podcast for the Guardians of Destiny, Guardian One, and Ghost and Echoes, which also has the Destiny audio grimoire. Our next extra lore is going to be a discussion on the Kingdom Heart series. Be sure to jump into the Discord server and weigh in on that. With that, Josh, would you kindly start us off with a general summary on the information that we have about the Legend of Zelda series? Hey, listen! (laughs) Is that time to go? Yeah. Like, I heard the, hey, listen, and I'm like, is he putting that in as my voice? Is that what's <laughs> happening right now? Is there going to be a Little segment did you. of this high-pitched voice that they're like, hey, Josh, go ahead and start it. Hey, listen. Like, I was like, no. Oh, my gosh. What is happening? Little did you know that I'm going to convert your voice to, to Navi. Like after. helium? Just. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So you were saying you were saying that like there there you didn't beat the original Zelda. But what what was the what was the first Zelda that you played all the way through? So Super Nintendo. Right? And for some reason, by that point my parents got like here here's the here's the thing. I got Super Nintendo and I remember they got it for me. My parents got it for me. That uh, it was a Christmas morning. Opened it up. It was awesome. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. So excited. My aunt who got me my NES shows up with Street Fighter 2. Now this is a fighting game, right? Nice. So so look, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I've got to be strategic here. So the moment I opened it, I took the plastic off the box and opened the box. So I'm like, they can't return it at this point. <laughs> well, Cause I knew, I knew what would happen. I would lose that game. Like it was like sports games were and Mario were like what and racing, you know, I was like, come on, like, let me kill stuff. I'm a, I'm, I'm supposed to. And I'm so supposed to. I'm supposed to. Yeah. And so anyway, I got to keep street fighter. I think they got me super play action football as well. So my dad was like, okay, this is good. I can play as Herschel Walker on the Vikings. We're good. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Whatever you say. So um, I, I probably a year passed or whatever. It could have been, it could have been a few more that, that I'm a little vague on, but, uh, it, uh, I got my hands on a link to the past and like did not stop playing that game until, until I completed it. And it was like one of the, like the best gaming experiences I had probably on, the only one that would that would um like rival it or maybe be a little bit was super metroid for me mm-hmm. but um but a link to the past was like it was amazing and at that point that series had its hooks in me big time and so fast forward to the nintendo 64 and i'm i'm dating the woman that is now my wife we're we're like in high school and uh, Ocarina of Time yeah. is coming out, and you had to pre. I remember we went to Software Etc., and you had to pre-order it in order to get the gold cart. That you know <laughs> that was their, that was the the pitch. Yeah, yeah. And so 
you know, I'm like Ralphie on a Christmas story, like putting like <laughs> Nintendo powers in her, in her other magazines and that kind of stuff. Like, like hinting like this, I, I gotta have this. Well, she, uh, she, she pre-orders it. And I shouldn't have known that, but she left me in her room to go do something and I had to find the receipt to make sure she got the gold card. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, all was well in the universe when I saw, and I still have that gold cart to this day. So nice. Um, you didn't. You didn't get the little because wasn't that the one they ended up giving up like pens because they wasn't Ocarina of the Time the one that they they sold more than they were supposed to or something. It, I'm. I don't know. All I know is I got my gold. And you got I was, the gold one. Was, That's all that matters. Yeah, it, it had to be gold. I and and recently picked up Skyward Sword and went to GameStop, handed him the case. You guys know the routine. Mm-hmm. And the case I handed him had a gold shimmer, like the 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 paper. Mm-hmm. And the the one he pulled out and handed me did not. I was like, I actually need that other case. <laughs> like, <laughs> I actually, uh, I I need that. <laughs> yeah, and so. Uh, that, uh, but, and, and then Ocarina, like playing through that game again, it was just like, you, you can just lose yourself oh, in yeah. Zelda games. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, and if you've, if you've played like, um, I think another one that does it really well, like you guys just, you talked about recently, was mass effect, right? You mm-hmm. can really lose yourself in those games as well. But like, in Zelda, like if I know a Zelda game's coming out, it's like there's nothing else is getting played till that game's completed. You know, a couple of years when a couple of years back when uh, Link Between Worlds came out, mm-hmm. the, everywhere I went, my DS was in my hands until <laughs> until, until, until that game was done. So yeah. you're not you're not going to play anything for the rest of rest of like the next four years once once Breath of the Wild comes out, dude. I don't that. I'm March sucks. <laughs> March sucks. Like I planned on stealing my son's PS4 and playing um, Horizon. Oh god! Oh yeah, and, and Mass it's, Effect, it's, mm-hmm. and then like Ghost Recon Wildlands and Halo Wars too. So I'm just like, what? You're not when, sleeping on top on top of Breath of the Wild. I'm like, man, I. Uh, uh, Scrappy's asking if I'm married. <laughs> How does it I am, bro. I've been married for 18 years, 17 good ones, and I have the most amazing wife in 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 the world. And uh, I do I I game a lot, but I also am very present during family time and that kind of stuff. So she, uh, like, yeah, it's uh. A delicate, I do a lot when, a they're, delicate when they're sleeping, X, but yeah, it's she's very supportive of, of the stuff I'm working towards like streaming and, and content creation and podcasting. So I'm a, I'm a very, very blessed man. And, uh, I make sure she, she knows that. So, but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, that's, those are like the three, like the three, like main like that's when Zelda like like hit me the hardest is when I was a kid and a teenager and that kind of stuff and uh, like I said I've continued to play the series and I still I mean I just started playing Skyward Sword for the first time like two weeks ago and uh, I keep smacking my uh, 
<laughs> the shock mount of my mic while I'm streaming because you have to swing the Wii remote. Oh, because like it's on the Wii. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. But I mean, uh, again, it's it's just fun. And, and meeting cool people in the different directories, mm-hmm. you know, like people that showed up for that game that I had, you know, typically it's people in the Destiny directory, that kind of stuff. But go in there and they're like, oh, you got to go here. I'm like, whoa, 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 hang on. Like pump the brakes a little bit. Let me. <laughs> Let me figure out a little bit of this, you know, but well, yeah. And so like, you know, for those, for those who have never, I guess, I don't, I don't know who would not know of Zelda. It's like one of the biggest game franchises. I feel, I I don't know if you, if if you're not, if you're a gamer and you haven't heard of the legend of Zelda, I, I, I don't really know how to respond to that. But um, if you haven't, you know, Legend of Zelda, it's it's basically consistently a really cool mixture of uh, a puzzle game, an action adventure, um, almost an RPG type thing. And exploration is a huge component in all of it. And like every game, every game, those elements have have been there. And there is always... <laughs> kung fu and chat as long as you know the difference between link and zelda we'll get into that a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> i do know that much i am i'm aware of that much i am not it's, a complete noob uh, all of my stream names for my when i've been playing skyward sword have been link uh zelda is not link's name <laughs> so oh man so like and i think it's it, i mean like i've i've really only played ocarina and majora's mask because that was what was on the 64 at the time that i had i had a lot of free time to play and oh my gosh you know josh like what you're saying with the ocarina the ocarina is still i mean it, it's still one of my if you had to, if you made me list a game, you know, a, a list of games for my favorite games, Ocarina is going to be up there because it was one of the first video games that really opened my eyes to the beauty of that kind of that combination of an RPG and a puzzle. And like, you know, it, it was not to mention it was on the N64. So, you know, it kind of, again, with the whole like blowing your mind with the concept of the 3D 3d gameplay and stuff like that i just remember sitting down for the first time and be like what is go like i can actually move the move the camera around and i can see like different angles thank god for z-lock because otherwise yeah. <laughs> otherwise that would have been a very terrible game um but like so yeah and, and so the legend of zelda is like it's always had these basic elements of like puzzles and action and, and battle and you know it's a very very unique combination but and and you know throughout some of the games they you know they've introduced different aspects like i think there's there's a couple um stealth type things uh and then racing you know once you car- once you start getting like the epona from o- ocarina and then I think did Epona stay with you or did has there been different I'm assuming there's been different animals throughout the throughout the series, right, Josh? Yeah. So I, I actually don't know. I mean I don't know. I don't I'm trying to remember like you say her name and I think of her song. Yeah. I right? yeah, yeah. But Well, because um, I know like in in I think it's Majora no, Twilight Princess. 
uh, you don't, you obviously don't have Epona because it's, um, you know, you're, you're the, you're the wolf or whatever. And right, so like, right. um, so the, the other thing, <laughs> the other thing that Zelda gets kind of confusing on is the storyline. Um, you know, I've, I've actually had this, <laughs> I've had this conversation with a couple of people. So Zelda, the first thing you have to understand about Zelda is <clears throat> there is, there's games they first started coming out, I think, what was it? Legend of Zelda was back in 86, I think it was the mm-hmm. first. And so there's they've been releasing games since 86. There are about 18 games from the for the main titles. And to say that they jump around would be a very, very big um, understatement. Because if you if you look at the actual like official timeline for Zelda uh, Legend of Zelda, the original Legend of Zelda from back in 86, is actually like three-fourths of the way through one of the timelines. And yes, there are more than one story arcs in The Legend of Zelda. There are actually three. Um, and the the uh, Ocarina of Time is, thankfully, that's the one that I'm familiar with, because Ocarina of Time is kind of the, the central point for the entire story. Um, the entire splintering of the story arc happens right at the conclusion of Ocarina of Time. And basically what happens is you have, you have the story of, of Link and we'll, we'll talk about that. in I think a little bit, cause the, there's a few, few odd things about Link as well. Um, mostly the question of how has he lived as long as he has lived, <clears throat> but, um, the uh, the Ocarina of Time basically concludes with a big fight between the hero Link and the main antagonist Ganon, or Ganondorf. And depending on what conclusion happens in this, you have three different yeah, story arcs, or it basically creates a multiverse if you really want to get down into like the the details of it. Um, there's the one called the Decline of Hyrule. <laughs> I feel like I need to push up the glasses. I'm <laughs> I know. Here. I know. It's like, all right, hang on, guys. I mean, if you if you think this is this is detailed, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll link. I'm gonna link the uh, the Zelda wiki because there is like, oh my god, there's so many pages that I had to go through to figure out these different things. Um, so you, you have three different conclusions, basically. You have the conclusion in which Link failed to defeat Ganon. That's called the decline of Hyrule. And I think that's actually, if, I, if I'm remembering this correctly, I think that's actually the primary story arc. Um, that's the one that the majority of the games have taken place in. And then there is... I, I can tell... So A Link to the Past, Oracles of Ages, then Oracles of Seasons, then Link's Awakening, then The Legend of Zelda, then The Adventures of Link all mm-hmm. take place on that one. Yeah, because I think it's uh, yeah, a link to the past, Oracle, uh, Awakening, a link between worlds, Triforce, Triforce. Heroes, mm-hmm. uh, Legend of Zelda, the original Legend of Zelda, uh, the Adventure of Link, and then I want to. I'm this one I'm not sure on, but I think Breath of the Wild is actually within the decline story arc too. I know there was some conversation that we had about about that. Um, just simply because we don't know enough <laughs> about it. Yeah, the one thing I saw about that that makes um, that makes one of the one of the things is when you get the master sword in a link to the past, 
mm-hmm. there's th- there's there's three flowers up behind the sword basically mm-hmm. in in in, in they just it, where they're placed and in breath of the wild those same flowers are behind the master sword yeah and then there was there was a there's a really good article i'm going to i'm going to include this article also in our show notes uh there's a really good article from it's uh, geek.com and the uh, i think it's yeah will greenwald is he puts together a really really good um argument for why breath of the wild is in the decline and it's it's kind of it's kind of the same thing he he actually talks about how the temple of time is like how it's all ruined um and there's he, i mean he goes he goes into far greater detail than i even knew really existed but um and he points out there's a couple npcs that show up that didn't exist except for in the fall it's called the fallen hero timeline is what he calls the decline timeline um there's a couple uh npc npcs that only showed up in that timeline and they're they kind of i guess they were in one of the one of the trailers or something i think the big one is impa I think is that the one NPC that he, he talks about, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to link that too. If you're, if you're wanting to read that, it's a, it's a pretty quick read, but it's really, really detailed and really good. Um, but the, you know, go for it. What was, well, so, okay. We have the decline of Hyrule, which is the fallen hero storyline. And then the twilight realm storyline, mm-hmm. which is the one Zelda game that I actually have seen people play is the Majora mask game. Which I've the, heard a lot of mixed reviews about. The game with a timer. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> God. I, I that was that was a game that I I um love to hate, if that makes sense. It was it was a fun game, but oh my god, that was like one of the first games that I played that had a concept of no, you literally only have X amount of time. This much time. Mm-hmm. And when you run out of time yeah, in Mage and Chad, yeah. it gives you so much Tom anxiety because too. because it's like you run out of time and you either everything gets destroyed or you have to reset everything that you just did. And it's like it's right. just one of those. Yeah, it you either you either love that game or you absolutely hate it. Um, that game is awesome, though, for a story hook for a and d game, though. Oh, yeah, that is just amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know yeah so well in that and that arc is called you know you said that's the twilight realm arc and that arc is what happens in the timeline in which link defeats ganon but then is sent back in time to tell child zelda in the past about what is coming so basically he's sent into the past of the hyrule world to warn them of it of the the horrors that is had is coming and i think that's also i think the twilight is also considered the child era is the yeah the child era and then we get to the last of the three which is the adult era or the new world uh and the new world is the one in which link defeats ganon and he goes on to live into adulthood where here here gets the fun part where Zelda from the future tries to rebuild the kingdom of Hyrule. So, you know, it's not confusing enough. Now we're also throwing time travel into to everything. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> okay, so she sends Zelda or she sends Link from in Ocarina of Time back in time mm-hmm. to and then it splits into these three timelines and then the continuing Zelda from that o- uh, Ocarina of Time is, is okay, so the New World set series where she's trying to rebuild Hyrule is just another branch of her as she got older as well. Yes. Uh so those okay. those games so <clears throat> the games for the Twilight Realm is Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess, and then the Four Swords Adventures. Um, those those are the child era. The adult era, or the New World games, are Wind Waker, uh, Phantom Hourglass, and Spirit Tracks. So, and I think Phantom Hourglass was a DS. Well, Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass were DS. And then the Wind Waker was on GameCube. So you had to play those with a stylus. The the two on the DS. Yeah, that sounds. Ab- I I don't I've, I know I don't have a DS, but that that sounds kind of aggravating. It 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 wasn't as bad as it sounds once you got used to it, but when you first started, you're kind of just like, why? <laughs> like, give me the option. Like it was it that was like that was that time of Nintendo with the Wii and the DS, where it was like, no, play the way we want you to don't play the way you want to. And so um, I, I completed Phantom Hourglass, but spirit tracks, I, I just, I, I, I lost the, I lost momentum and couldn't, uh, couldn't you, do it. You couldn't get the stylus to, to guide you back. Uh, I think it was more like, because with spirit tracks, you're, you're basically stuck on train tracks. So kind of that element of exploration. Oh God. It's, kind it kind of goes away at that point, right? Like you can go so, forward or backwards. <laughs> yeah, that that oh. sums it up. Rule number one in D and D: don't railroad your people. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. I think it's any 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 game to be honest. Yeah. Especially, well, and that's that's like you know talking about that. That's what makes Breath of the Wild look so amazing. Not not to mention it's you know freaking gorgeous art style yeah. but the the complete open worldness of it is pretty pretty impressive because i mean josh i mean josh you were at you were at e3 did you get to see the the demo for breath yeah i mean i saw i saw it from a distance mm-hmm. you know and just um and watched lots of stuff after the fact i mean it it uh the the thing that excites me most about that game is is one hopefully there is that element of of exploration that is unlike any Zelda game we've had because i mean if you think of ocarina like back on the 64 days when you when when we were younger and that was like the best thing we'd ever seen mm-hmm. you, you remember getting into that open field and you're like i can explore and you look at it now and you're like there was nothing there oh yeah yeah like there was nothing there it literally was just a big field with <laughs> three with four exits that's what it boiled down to and a farm right in the middle where you could train a on horse a, on a mountain yes <laughs> yeah and and looking at just the the map size of I, the thing i really want is is dlc I want them to add some side quests and Mm. stuff like that down the road, because there may be caves that we get to and it's like, well, there's not much here, but if they give us DLC, it may open up a whole, uh, 
whole new way. Annie in the chat just said, way to destroy my childhood nostalgia. Just read that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. I am the crusher of dreams. Just remember that. So I do need to point out, too, that Destina said that Zelda's timeline is worse than the X-Men films. So um, that's that uh, is an accurate statement. That is a very Super. accurate statement. So, <clears throat> I do have to give Destin a shout out. He is my co-host on the loot cast and uh, unfortunately couldn't, couldn't join us tonight uh, in the call, but super good dude. Really yep. like him. So, so I have to ask you guys, what is your favorite one to play out of all of them? Cause they're what? 18 different games. Mm-hmm. Which one's your favorite? Oh man. Okay, so is it 18, including breath of the wild? Because everywhere I read this week or watched videos, it's at yes. 17. Yeah, it's 18, okay. including Breath of the Wild. Gotcha. Okay. I'm like, which one am I missing? <laughs> I swear. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to cause the, the, the grass Mom- attacks. Momentary Crap. panic. Crap. <laughs> I'm like pausing videos, counting all the box art. Like, what? <laughs> What's happening? My life has been a lie. Which, which, which timeline am I in? <laughs> Um, I actually, you know, I, I actually really enjoyed Link's Awakening. Um, I didn't play it on the Game Boy. I actually played it when it was re-released on the Game Boy Color. Uh, it came out as Link's Awakening DX. Um, and I, I played, I mean, I played the blankety blank out of that game. You know, it, it was, it, and it most, it was probably because it was on the Game Boy, uh, so you can know you could actually take it with you, and you didn't have to. You weren't like restricted to the the N sixty four or the any of the consoles and stuff like that. I think if I remember right, I think I had Oracle of Seasons or Oracle of Ages, one or one of those. But the I I don't know what it was about Link's Awakening. It was just it was it was simple, but it was it's it was like the old Pokemon games. You know, it was just like it was you didn't have to like think a bunch about it, but you still were interested in what was going on in it. So that that was that was honestly, you know, Ocarina of Time just simply because of what like it it opened the door for me in video game, like in regards to video games. But as far as like just pure enjoyment of the actual game I, I would have to say Link's Awakening was actually definitely probably one of the one of the ones that I enjoyed the most how about you Josh was Link's Awakening basically your first then I mean was it your first experience with um, I actually I actually had played Ocarina of Time um, because it was uh, it was really they were they were well Link's Awakening was released in 90 re-released in 98 um and I I never played I didn't have it on the Game Boy I had it on the actually I don't think I got it until a couple of years after it would had had been released, um so I it was well after Ocarina of Time it was actually the, because of Ocarina of Time I picked up Link's Awakening DX not knowing that it was Link's Awakening, um like it was a game that had been made before even though it's taking place after which is super confusing if you really start thinking about that um like i i i bought it i'm already confused i know i know i was like i said that and i'm like i'm confused um like i bought it thinking that it was a like a new version or like a new game and then when i turned it on i was like this is definitely not a new new game this is definitely older than ocarina um but 
I don't, I don't, yeah. So it was, it was after I played Ocarina because Ocarina was the, was kind of the introduction for me into Zelda. Um, but yeah, it was, it's, it's just, that's the one that always, when you start talking about like Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening is the one that just comes to mind immediately for me. We happened to score that. Like my my neighbor, when we moved to this place, he, like he saw we had kids and stuff. And one day he's like, "Hey, you guys come over here," and uh, he called he called. So Mike, we're like, "It's fine, guys, go ahead." And uh, he hands him this box with like a Game Boy Color, a bunch of sixty four games. I was like, "I love this guy." Like, <laughs> like I don't know and, who you uh, are, but you're my favorite so, person now. <laughs> yeah, you're basically my favorite, and uh, and. So he gives us a purple Game Boy Color, and it has uh, nice. it has Link's Awakening nice. DX in it. And so um, now I've I've I have yet to I've yet to play that. As far as my favorite, like it, it's so like every time I've played a, a Zelda game, it has been an experience uh, in and of itself, you know. And so it's like. I can look back fondly on, on all of them. I want to say because of the fact that my wife, well, she was just my girlfriend at the time, got me Ocarina and just, um, you got to remember back then, like the internet was chat rooms and Mm -hmm. like the net that Sandra Bullock movie where they were like, we could (laughs) order pizza maybe. Right. And then dial up. It was like, there, there was no, there wasn't a lot of information on there. It yeah. was unless you knew really where to go, and even it, then, yeah. it was kind of. I need, I need to have a sound clip of the AOL login screen. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, or just the yeah. dial-up. <laughs> so I, I mean, I would have to say that the the sixty like Ocarina of Time, Destinot's like calling me out. He's like, it better be sixty four. It's in your name. <laughs> so but but i mean i i mean i loved um a link to the past and i loved wind waker like i remember being angry when i first saw the art style of wind waker yeah that that cell shaded but once i got into that game i couldn't i couldn't stop playing it like i i remember when the new one came out and they're like now you can fast travel stuff i was i never even thought about like I wasn't even annoyed by the long trips on the boat. I was like, Hey, this is cool. I'm on the, I'm, you know, I'm on the sea and it like, I, I don't know. I, I, I liked it. So, um, but yeah, uh, Ocarina is going to have, if I have to pick one, I mean, put it this way, I'm repl- I'm playing through it right now. Like mm-hmm. I beat the forest temple on like, so I finished streaming skyward sword on Sunday night and then to wind down, played ocarina on my ds are you okay say, are you playing so, on the ds or are you playing on the yeah the that's Wii the U? best like that's the best way to play that game because yeah, my uh the my brother my brother started playing it on the ds <laughs> he, he was he was he was explaining like how they like it it sounds like this so, like they basically translated it exactly the way like they took it right they ported it right there they didn't really it doesn't sound like they really changed anything other than the graphics. Right. Oh, better. well, yeah, right. Yeah. And so, and I have Majora's Mask on there. I've never played Majora's Mask. So, oh, really? Yeah. So I want to, as soon as I finish Ocarina again, 
I'm going to. And the, here's the great thing. I haven't, I've only beat Ocarina once. So I don't even remember the puzzles. It's been so long. Oh, nice. <laughs> so it's like I'm playing a new game. Like I had to fight the boss where he comes in and out of the pictures and I couldn't oh. do damage. I was trying to shoot him. And then I got close and swung my sword and it hit him. And I went, well, wait a minute. It hasn't connected yet. And then I realized, oh, I got to play ping pong with this guy. I remember now. And you have to smack his light orb back and forth to hit yeah, him so he yeah. falls and then you can do damage and i'm like this is like i mean i probably had a permagrin on my face like <laughs> laying in bed and i'm like and i'm like i'm supposed to be winding down and it's like an intense battle i have like half a heart and the, the you know you know the sound it makes i'm like i got no fairies what's going on you know and uh finally like finished the boss fight and i was like oh and now I have no idea where to go. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do next. <laughs> I want. I'm not going to look I, it up. I don't I'm know. I just explore. So. Oh man. <laughs> well, and so I mean, I guess I guess real quick, let's let's talk about the you know the figures within within the game. There's there's really to be honest, there's really three major figures. Uh, there's Link. There's Zelda. And then there's Ganon. There, there's, I mean, there's an absolute ton of like secondary figures, both antagonist and supporting, and then just like random characters that show up, you know, as Easter eggs or as just reoccurring merchants, basically. Um, and obviously, the primary character is Link. Um, that's the character that you play, uh, even though it is the Legend of Zelda. Uh, like we said earlier, Link and Zelda are not the same people. Please don't confuse them. Zelda is a princess, and Link is definitely not a princess um, by any stretch of the imagination. But Link is basically, and, and Link isn't even the same character throughout the games. Link is just basically a a name that's shared by the main protagonist of the series. Uh, and so... <laughs> mage in the chat um there he's it's basically there's many incarnations of link and so what the important thing is is that some of these are related by blood and then some are just completely random individuals that have been given what's called the spirit of the hero and this is basically a a aegis that is given to the characters by the goddesses of the the Zelda universe to protect the land from evil whenever those goddesses deem that it's necessary. And so link, you know, that's, that kind of explains why there is a link in every single game when there's, you know, vast number of years throughout the game's story arc. Um, now, so there's, there's 11 links, 12 Zeldas and four Ganons. Yes. And, but Wait, of, what? Yeah, no, it, it yeah. Uh, amongst the seventeen, ga- uh, the seventeen game. So when right, it comes so- to the eighteenth game, it could be, could be it could another. be twelve, thirteen, and five. We don't, okay. we don't know yet. So how does the mantle get passed from Link to Link, or from Zelda to Zelda, or whatnot? Well, Zelda is. Um, <laughs> oh man! Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Zelda is actually a common name that's given to the females born to the royal family of Hyrule. Okay. So, um, now the, the, uh, it wasn't, didn't they explain this in Ocarina of Time? There, there's like 12 incarnations, but they're actually all just aspects of one. 
are they just like all alter egos of the central Zelda? Bro, we're getting into. I know. I'm like, I can't. I I won't come back from. (laughs) I swear there was a part in Ocarina that it happened. But basically, yes, there's there's multiple incarnations of Zelda as well. And each one has been shown, you know, at a various age, depending on where in the, the series they appear. We've had a child, a teenager, a young adult, um, and then I think Breath of the Wild is actually, they just recently released the Zelda, didn't they just release the the uh, the image for Zelda for Breath of the Wild? She's got like the adventurer look on her. Part, part of it, yeah. And she's crying. Oh, that's right. She was crying, yeah. She falls, and Link turns around to go back for her and his arm is it, it looks busted like his arm is trashed like they are not winning whatever <laughs> battle they're fighting and um and that i mean and this is like i'm 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 ashamed of myself but this is like watching that little sequence frame by frame so you mm. know <laughs> forgive me <laughs> so and then the one that has the least number of incarnations is Ganon. Um, and he, he actually does have, I think Josh, you said he has four. Uh, he's also known as Ganondorf. Um, and he's pretty much the main antagonist throughout the entire thing. He's, he's been in the game from the very beginning. He's always been present and he's usually, he's, he's usually a human. (laughs) But sometimes he's a giant pig, you know, when they really want to confuse everyone. Um, Was he supposed to be in Battletoads? And they got I don't know. I, I have no idea. But I remember when I I think it was I think it was uh, Link's uh, Link's Awakening, and it was like you get to him, and I'm like, what? Who? What? Who are you? Like, what are you doing here? Because um, he's he's a he's a giant pig, man. It's very confusing. But um, basically what Ganon's deal is, is he is basically the Prince of Darkness inside the series. Um, he he basically is a manifestation of what's called the Demon King Demise's hatred for the goddess and her chosen hero, which is Link. Um, and then actually in some cases, some people, some people argue that he's basically the reincarnation of Demise himself, not just a manifestation Um, so that is kind of how he is always around. He's, he's based, he, he is destined to eternally reincarnate chasing world domination. Um, and then usually link is there to, to sit him down and put him, put him back in the cage. But he always, I mean, there's this kind of constant, constant circling battle between the link and the Ganon in the in the world and there or the in the game of that series so those are the pretty much the the three main characters that you play or you don't play but you are actually directly interacting with um yes they want me they want me to mention tingle because is that the fairy is that Destinot? Yes, that's Destinot. <laughs> Tinkle is. Oh, God man. bless him. <laughs> yes. 
Tingle is special. He <laughs> <laughs> holds a real special place in your heart, doesn't he? <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't I don't understand how Tingle's still around. I mean I think the only reason Tingle is still around is because you literally can't do him harm. Um Is Tingle the claptrap of the universe? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. He he thinks that he's a reincarnation of a fairy. He's not a fairy, but he 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 uses balloons to to fly and. <laughs> oh my god! Let's learn more about him. Oh man! So, I think it's Majora's Mask, wasn't that when when you learned that he thinks that he's uh he's the re- yeah it's Majora's Mask. He claims he's thirty five years old. And claims to be the reincarnation of a fairy. Good, good job, Tingle. Um, he's he's the uh, he's the basically the map the map maker in Majora's Mask, and the reason why is because he's been in a balloon. He's he's got a balloon like attached to his back, and he just hovers over everything. And the argument is from that vantage point, he he can plot maps, and then he sells them. To help his help his dad, which is a way to get a piece of heart for those of you who haven't played Majora's Mask yet. Um, and then apparently he show. Oh my gosh, he shows up in so many different places. There's apparently spinoff games with him as the title character. I really don't want to know that. Just saying. I just did a quick search. Freshly pickled tingles, rosy rupee land. Freshly picked. Right. No, picked. Yeah, not pickled. Picked. I don't wow. I don't even want to know. And I, there's also color changing Tingle's Love Balloon Trip. <laughs> the, the picture I found is really hard to read also. <laughs> the balloon fight one. Uh, it must be Hey, this oh, no, timeline ripen, I found Ripen Tingle's Balloon Trip of Love. There you go. Okay. This so this timeline I found now, this has, uh, I don't even know what some of, like, it says uh, BS, The Legend of Zelda, and it, it comes after the hero defeated. Uh, there's Game & Watch games on here. Um, there's, uh, they don't show what console or anything these are. They just show their names, but there's, like, Zelda's Adventure, Zelda, the Wand of... Gamala, I think it says Gamala. If I zoom in, it gets blurrier, so I'm I, that's why I'm having a hard time reading these. Go get but a magnifying like, glass, and um, but they also have Hyrule Warriors on here, yeah, which most of them don't count. Um, because those were those were just uh, weren't those just like multi like multiplayer on was it the DS? There, it's on the 3DS and it's on the Wii U, and they're uh, okay. they're uh, Dragon, uh, no. What's that game? D- Dynasty Warriors clones. I kept wanting to say oh, Dragon okay. Warrior. Dynasty okay. Warrior clones. So, but w- I, wasn't there like 3DO games or something? Yeah, there was something. I don't know. There was also the cartoon, which was the best thing ever. I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. There's Tingle's Balloon Fight. So there's actually three Tingle games. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can thank us later for all this useful. Yes. But yes, Tingle. <laughs> yes, and Tingle is also in Super Smash Brothers. 
There it is, CDI. There's Destinot. He came. He came through. <laughs> okay, yeah, so- Tingle has his own island. If you hook up the Game Boy Advance to the GameCube, <laughs> you can go to like Tingle's Island or something, right? Like, I, I know that's that's something. I'll uh, I'll have to I'll look it up real quick, but um, uh, okay. Yeah, so I here's a question: Why does okay does Zelda and Link meet before Link goes and searches to save her from Ganon in any of these, or is there something that happens that triggers for each of these links to get set off on their little adventures? Uh, it, it's actually, it, depending on the iteration, it can be because like in Ocarina, he, he like wakes up if I'm, I'm, it's been a while since I played Ocarina, but like he wakes up and, he basically is like, oh, we need to, he, Navi is like, hey, listen, hey, and you, and in order to hit her with the baseball bat, you have to chase her out of the forest, which is the head cannon of why I left the forest in my game. And like, you're, you're basically chasing this one fairy that won't leave you alone. And, um, so like, once you get out of the forest, you go to the, the Royal city, which is the, the major city of Hyrule across that big pasture and um that's you actually run into her as a child and then later in the game you kind of like once you start kind of figuring out that you're a special person like you're you're actually someone who is the hero of this this game um the uh then you you trant you like go through time to go when you become an adult and everything's like kind of gone to hell in a handbasket you come back and that's when you kind of find out that i think it's chic and everything like that um you find out that zelda's actually in trouble and so it's kind of it's kind of like a weird comment he's like so yes he he kind of knows zelda but there's also kind of this unspoken like instinct that's pushing him to do these things um and I don't, I'm not from, I'm not, you know, a hundred percent sure on the other games, but I, I do know in Ocarina, there was kind of a, it was kind of yes to both. Okay. Josh on the other games. I mean, as I'm, I'm kind of looking over them and stuff, but like, like j- I just started Skyward Sword and they, the two grew up together. Like as little kids, they've known each other since since forever there's the, the, the there's like the gaston character he looks like he's from beauty and the beast and he like calls him out on it like like oh just because you grew up together it means you're best friends or whatever so um and she as she's kind of getting triggered more or less like as stuff's happening he's mm-hmm. right there with her through that whole process whereas um it seems like like ocarina or whatever is like uh you almost have to kind of discover who you are and then begin uh, the quest. I mean, Skyward Sword is similar, except for it's almost like he's like, no, I, I have to do this. Like he almost knows immediately because, because she gets taken and it's like, boom, I got to go. Whereas you really don't know much of anything starting Ocarina yeah. except that, that fairy. And then, <laughs> you know, that, yeah. That's, then you end up in a giant tree and you're like, what is, why are why is there a spider trying to eat me? Yeah. Nice. 
So, okay. So is, what is the most crazy plot line within the series? Because, okay. So the moon being pulled down in, which one was that? Majora's. Uh, Majora's mess. Majora's. Okay. So that one, that one kind of makes sense to me, but there was also one that was kind of like a, a dream scape type thing where right. he's like riding on a ship originally. And then you have to talk to a giant fish at the end. That seems pretty odd. Like, is that the oddest thing in the whole series or is there something else that's crazier than that? Uh, every, I think every single game has kind of a something. Cause like twilight princess has the weird, um, shape shifting. Shape shifting. Oh, is that when he turns into a bunny? Wolf. Wolf. Well, no, there Wolf. is there is one that he is like. What there was there was one that he turned into a bunny. Link but... to the past, he turns into a bunny. <laughs> this poor guy gets turned into everything. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Twilight, Twilight Princess is the wolf. He's like this giant wolf. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, but yeah, it's it, like every every single one of them kind of has like this weird, like these weird twists and turns in the in their stories. Because like Majora's Mask has the whole um, yo-yoing through time that you have to do, and then Ocarina. I mean, Ocarina kind of has a kind of has the same concept because you you bounce between child and adult Link, um, and then Ocarina of Time also has like the whole um, oh, what's the what's the Kokiri girl? Oh, sorry, is it yes? Yeah, Sarah- Sarai or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember the the triangle that's going on in that game is really confusing because, like, yeah, and then Oracle of Seasons, you basically can flip all the seasons, and Oracle of Ages, you can, I think, you can change time as well. So, like, there's there's like there's always something kind of like that you can you can augment in the games, but yeah, it. Just from my like a, experience, Link Between Worlds is uh, it is so cool because um, you you basically get turned into stained glass. Well, then you can you can stick to flat surfaces and go into these cracks that take you to another realm. And so it's like it's this really trippy mechanic where you're you're exploring a map that you've been in before because it's a link to the it's a link to the past map, but mm-hmm. Now you can go behind the buildings because of this mechanic and see um like areas that you couldn't you couldn't get to before. And so the different mechanics they add for each one. I mean, I, I would say with, with Ocarina, it was the time travel mm-hmm. going back and forth between young and old. Um you know, the wolf to Link in Twilight. Um I don't remember, I mean in the- uh, Wind Waker, I don't remember I don't remember any kind of like big change like that, but in that game, the most unfortunate thing about it was the lack of dungeons. Like it, it ended up getting rushed and they only put it out with like, like two, um, two main dungeons. And so it was like kind of a, that was kind of the bummer part of that one. Yeah. Cause like in Minish cap, you had the weird bird hat thing and getting and shrinking down and becoming yeah. mini. Yeah. I just re- I just remember reading about that and being like that is kind of random, but okay. Like it, I guess inside Zelda's universe makes sense, which is kind of scary 
if that is the least <laughs> weird thing that because it looks like a swan hat thing i don't know it was weird but yeah i mean i, I don't i mean as far as like weird though like the weirdest uh yeah i don't i'm not sure hmm. okay well the most notable thing that i know besides the characters that when i worked at a kind of weird shop in college we sold a version of the master sword and i know that that's a big deal in the game and so is the triforce now when i was like looking up stuff there's multiple types of triforces how Mm. is how does that work as far as lore wise is there different dimension type things or did the goddess the three goddesses make different types or how does that work mechanic wise um well there's like so like you have like the Triforce of Power, which is uh Ganon what Ganon has. Um I mean there's there are three well three major pieces of the Triforce. There's the Triforce of Power, which is usually the top triangle and so like the Triforce is the the big triangle that is formed with three golden usually golden triangles and then the empty space in between. Um mm-hmm. And so, like, the Triforce of Power is usually the top. Uh, and then the Triforce of Courage, I think, is the right. And the Triforce of Wisdom is the left. Um, and so I think within within the story arc, the Triforce, like, the thing about the Triforce was it was created by the goddesses or by the gods, but it could not be used by a god. Um so that was kind of like the it, it was kind of a catch 22 um but it is basically the ultimate source of power within the entire series uh and and it's kind of like the balance that weighs between the three forces power wisdom and courage it's that's always been the kind of thing um which is why with like the major um with the royal family it's a it's a full picture because it's supposed to symbol it was supposed to symbol the the balance um ganon like i said ganon has just the triforce of power um usually link i think link always usually ends up with the triforce of courage um and then i i want to say that zelda is wisdom but i'm not i'm not sure on that one but like that that's kind of the 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 three of them are that's kind of why they kind of circle each other is because they each are composed they're they're each composed of a different aspect of the triforce um which is why generally link and zelda when they actually are together can overcome ganon because they're all they're two sides against one um so yeah there so there there are multiple fragments of the triforce but there is actually only one triforce if that like kind of makes sense yeah like you have to find is it eight pieces uh to the put tr- it together in the shards yeah yeah it was uh i don't know yeah eight fragments and they were that was the legend of zelda oh, that was the first that was the original right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah Cause that's, so I'm, yeah, that's when, cause that was, I think when he, uh, when you kind of got the, the, the tradition of him having it, um, on his hand, I think was where that came from. 
where Ganon has it on his hand. No, no, no. Link, Link has or? it. Uh, Link has the 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 the. Uh, it's not a tattoo, but it's not a birthmark. It's like a marking. That's how you know that he is the the hero of time or hero of whatever it is. High rule. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so I'm relating it back to some of the other stuff as far as lore wise. I'm trying to relate it back to like the hero's journey. Okay. Which it seems like it follows that pretty yes. well yeah, for most of the games. Yes, I would I would agree with that. Of course, I but, I would also argue that not a lot doesn't follow the hero's journey. If you true, but it also has kind of the uh, and I'm trying to think of the character. It's a DC character, two Egyptian characters that die and constantly get reborn, and once they fall in love, they die. Born. Oh, that's. I know which one you're talking about. Uh-huh. I can't think of it right Hawk now. Hawkman and Hawk Girl or something? Yeah, yeah. Hawkman is one of them. And I think it's Hawk Girl. But uh super tough naming those ones. I know, right? <laughs> DC Let's draw wings and a beak. Hawkman. <laughs> I here's a question for you. If Batman is a man dressed like a bat. <laughs> Here we go. What is a what is a bat dressed like a man named? According to DC. <laughs> I don't know. Man bat? Man bat. Well, he's a mutant. Or, that, like, but there's no mutants in DC. Man bat is. He got, he got bait. Quick side note. Playing Arkham city or whatever or the arkham what was it which one the arkham latest Knight? one the light latest one arkham, yeah, I think it's arkham city mm-hmm. i'm i'm like like just shooting through the city like hoo-hoo, i'm batman whatever hit a rooftop man bat right in my face <laughs> i like my wife's in the kitchen and i'm playing down in our living room and i literally just went ah for like and she's like what is going on i'm like i i don't I, we can't let's let's just move on i don't want to talk about this again that was terrifying <laughs> i was like minding my own business and here it just boom what is going on nobody warned me about this so that was fun she got a good laugh out of it of course yeah yeah so man bat oh man bat yeah man bear pig <laughs> yes also that <laughs> um to go back to the master sword uh it's i don't think it's the same sword i think it's i think it's different swords that have been imbued with like the <clears throat> the different spirits because i think in ocarina don't you create isn't the master sword something that you had to get made in ocarina Am I remember that correctly, or am I, think I thinking you pull that, it to become and then? But was it already? Was it? Or no? I'm thinking giants. The 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 giants knife. I was thinking of the. I was thinking of the one that you had to run up to the top of the the mountain to get the giant. Oh, where they forged it or whatever. Yeah, 
I think I that's gotcha. that's a different sword. But yeah, so like it's also apparently called the Blade of Evil's Bane. Um and it is a very powerful artifact. <laughs> it's uh it's the only sword that can defeat Ganon. So that's that's where it kind of Yeah, thanks Kung Fu. Bigger on sword. Just the one I'm thinking or fix, you fix it. Um, so yeah, this, this, the master sword, the reason, the importance of the master sword is that it's, it's like a silver bullet for Ganon. Um, if you don't have it, you kind of, whoops, try again. And you can cheat and get it early on in the legend of Zelda. Oh, you can, you can make it through. <laughs> yeah. If you can, if you can make it through the little, you can skip ahead because the dungeons have a, I mean, that's the thing that's like Zelda was like the first open world game. Mm-hmm. Right, but you'd find that you couldn't do certain things in each dungeon until you had a some kind of tool to do it. Well, you can you can go get the master sword earlier than you're supposed to in uh, in that game if you know uh, if you know where to find it and how to do it. Ice. So, what other types of weapons do you have? Like. Do you have like a slingshot or? Oh, oh man, <laughs> it depends on what game. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, slingshot, hookshot. So a hookshot's like, um, essentially just a, a chain with a spike on the end that'll attach to certain items, and you can get um, pulled to that, or you can pull things to you, or maybe you pull a bat out of the air, that kind of stuff. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> oh you're not going to say how <laughs> <laughs> that's what YouTube's for man uh, content that's content yeah. find out at N64 Josh later on this month <laughs> yeah I'll figure out how to do that um, yeah he's got like yeah there's like hookshot and, and uh, slingshot and bow and arrow boomerang is a huge one. Oh, boomerang uh, I love the boomerang you know I'm playing skyward sword I have a beetle that I shoot off my arm and <laughs> fly it around and cut spider webs with it um, you have like a it's kind of like the hookshot you can um, it's just like a rope and a hook and it you can wrap it around tree limbs and then swing. Um, you have items that will keep you from falling. So like um, in, in uh, wind waker, it's a, it's a leaf that when you pull it out, you can, um, you can soar like your parasailing or something, or, you know, like a parachute. Yeah. The bug net, the DQ stick, flower bomb, bombs, bombs are a huge thing. Cracks in the wall. It means you can throw a bomb and open up a door and then you're going into a secret room. Mm-hmm. Um, bottles yeah. where you capture fairies, fishing poles. You can go fishing in Ocarina if you want to forever um, and ever. Uh, the the Deku nut is what you fire in the in the slingshot, I believe. And you can also throw them. I think before yeah, you can you can throw them as well. So, um, and, and then, typically yeah. you're going to have to like you have to do you somewhat have to do things in order so that you can get. You know, you'll find that like you need the boomerang to get this key. That you know, like in the Legend of Zelda, and if you if you don't have the boomerang, you can, boomerang will grab it and bring it back to you, right? Or and 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 it, I don't even know if that happens. I'm just using that as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think there's a raft 
in the legend of Zelda in the first one where you can, um, until you get it, you can't like go over there's water areas. You can't explore until, until you find the, the raft. Um, and then, yeah, bomb shoe. Those things are little bombs that you control. Pretty, <laughs> those things pretty are awesome. Bomb shoe or whatever. Yeah, those things are. Those things were. Um, then uh, there's the magic. I mean, he's got the kind of like a divine magic capabilities because it's it's all usually tied back to either great fairies, which ultimately are tied to the goddesses, like Den's fire. Um, this is the one that I remember a lot. And then, uh, then, I mean, he's got like, uh, the power bracelet, which is like different bracelets and gauntlets that basically augment, uh, his strength. Uh, and then, and then there's the, the instruments, lead boots, the lead boots. Oh God. (laughs) So, so Kung Fu is telling, he was, he was playing it when I was talking to him the other day and he's like, you know, it's really funny. He's in the water temple. He's like, it's really funny. I'm wearing them and I can walk on the bottom of the ocean or the bottom of the lake. I take them off and put them in my backpack, which is still on my person. I can float. (laughs) 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 It's like, I love it. Zelda logic. (laughs) But, um, he's got like all the instruments so that, you know, the ocarina is the common or the really popular one that people know. But I mean, he's played a flute, a guitar, drums, harp. Um, I think wasn't wasn't there a game where he had to like he had a conductor's baton? Wasn't that one of the Wii games? Wind Waker. Was that Wind Waker? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you would you would sit like in a dungeon. You would be you'd have to carry around one of these little NPCs, and they may have a certain instrument. You have to get to like this rock that shows you how you must conduct the music, and then they start playing along, and then, boom, you uh, it cracks that rock and opens up the next part of the level, basically. Nice. So he's he's a he's a Renaissance man. Definitely, or at least all the variants of him are Renaissance. Right. Men. Right. Yeah. Or boys. Right, boys. Yeah. So, okay. Wh- how do the gods... Okay, is Ganon technically one of the gods? Or is he, like a, is he like a demigod? Or how does he actually fall in line with everything? Or is how is he related to the originals? I, deities. So, he's like, demon king. Yeah, he he's... I guess the link to divinity that Ganon represents, if anything, is the connection to um, demises uh, or demise. Uh, And there's kind of an, I think it's kind of an argument that's going on because like most people or most view him as just simply a manifestation of demises, hatred towards the goddesses and the demon King demise, I think is kind of another God. Um, But then there are some who say that Ganon is a reincarnation of demise himself. So kind of pick the side. He does have a really annoying tendency to, um, to just keep coming back after you kill him. (laughs) Also true. (laughs) So, okay. So the goddesses are the opposites of him 
And are they built like the Greek gods and goddesses where they're, they have their own aspects or are they more balanced, I guess, and that they're all? Um, from what I, the, I mean, the ones that I know majorly are the, the three. Um, I know there are, there are definitely more deities in Zelda than the three, but again, Having really only played Ocarina of Time, uh, the the gods in there, I think they're called the Golden Goddesses, but it's Din, which is power, Nairu, which is wisdom, and Feror, which is courage. Um, now, there's, I think there's, there's like, there's different hierarchies of deities. Uh, there's like the gods, which are the, the three like gods of old. And those are the ones that basically created everything. And then there's, um, there's still deities, but they're not like full. They're like weird. They're, they're called guardian deities. And there's, there's a majority of them in like, I think most of the games, uh, the one that comes to mind really is the great Deku tree. And, oh yes, Lord Jabba Jabu, because everyone loves Lord Jabba Jabu. He eats all the things. Um, <laughs> he does. Lord Jabba the Hut. No, well, I don't know if that's what it's played off of, but he's a giant freaking whale. <laughs> that oh, <God. laughs> he was a dungeon. Let's just put it that way. Nice. <laughs> <The> dang fish. <laughs> uh, yeah, he 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 was basically a dungeon in and of himself. Um. Yeah. So, like, uh, th- and those were from Ocarina of Time. I know, like, there's in Majora's Mask, there's like the four giants, uh, and then in Twilight Princess, there was there was a good number of guardian deities because you uh you were playing in Twilight Realm. So, and then like it's it, I think every game kind of has a nod to um two different things. Ganon, like in um, in Ocarina, Ganondorf is actually you. You kind of get it. You get the sense that Ganondorf. Well, you know Ganondorf is worshipped as a god by the Gerudo. Is that Gerudo? Gerudo. I can never remember how to pronounce that. Um, and the Deku and Zant. So he he's actually he he portrays himself as a god, um, but. Technically, I don't think he is. I think technically he's a he's a false deity. Yeah, Mage in the chat here is asking if uh, Skyward oh, Sword Skyward. is a singular goddess, and and it's uh, it's the era of the goddess Hylia, if I'm saying it correctly. Which um, I I won't go into spoilers, but so I I think uh, I think you're correct, but I think. Uh, if you the beginning of Ocarina showcases the big like basically creation right of yeah. of the of the of this world and then because Hylia was I'm assuming Hylia is the protector of the Hylian world ish thing 
Right. Yeah, I mean, it sounds I'm, an I'm awful assu- lot I'm, like I'm assuming Hyrule just simply because of the name. Because, like, I, I'm pulling that up real quick on the wiki for Zelda Wiki, and it says, Hylia is known as the goddess... Uh, oh, well, this is fun. Hylia, also known as the goddess, her grace, and later Zelda, is a goddess featured in Skyward Sword. That was the spoiler oh, I was trying sorry. to avoid. <laughs> I'll, I'll censor it out for those. Sorry, sorry. I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Well, I don't have to finish that game now. Yay! All right. Saved you guys no. that much time. Um, <laughs> this is this is this is why this is why yeah. Just ruin the game. You were. This is this is Kung Fu who was earlier complaining about Josh not telling him how to get the Master Sword. Um, so yeah, like, I think she's portrayed as a goddess, but it is actually, she's, she was given protection. She was basically tasked by the three goddesses to, to, to protect the world. So yes, enjoy that. You're welcome. Don't go play Skyward Sword now. Actually, you should. avoid swinging your arms around. <laughs> oh, oh, that brings up a fun trivia point. So, Link, here's a here's a good trivia point. Link, you you except for two games, I think. I want to say it's only two games. He's left-handed. He was right-handed in, I think, Twilight Princess and whatever the other ma- Wind Waker. Simply because the Wii control scheme. So it would be Skyward Sword so, okay. and Wind Waker. Okay. But that... only Wind Waker on the Wii because it's a mirror image. Yes. Of yeah, and that's and that's how they explained the GameCube it. Game. Yeah. They explained it by saying it's a it's the mirror image so that they could say that he's right handed. Um so that <laughs> so that the uh the Wii U controller, they didn't have to make people who are predominantly right-handed use their left hand. Because they were already breaking their TVs with the Wiimote. I mean, they didn't need help. You, you have to you have to put the wrist strap on it, people. Like, it's... And lock it. <laughs> Her chain says, why does Zelda wear so much green? Why are you doing this to us? Why, why, why are you doing this to us? Oh, Chad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, I th- I thought that was I thought that was interesting. Like he was um he was he's predominantly he's predominantly left-handed and he's supposed to be left-handed. And the the only times that usually you see him in a right-handed situation is they explain it as oh, it's a mirror realm of it. So yes, you're welcome, everyone who's right-handed who plays the Wii. <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo made a world in a mirror just for you. Isn't there a a fight in one of the games where he fights a shadow version of yep, himself? Yep, that's Ocarina of Time. That is an amazing dungeon. They did a similar thing in spoiler alerts for next month, uh, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a whole quest line like that. Yeah, it was it was an amazing fight because I I mean as far as I know it was the first time that you actually had something like that in a video game where 
the opponent uh, Link's Adventure, the second on. Oh, that's on right. The that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And that one did. It was a mirror. It was the same concept, right? It would. It would actually. I I haven't completed that game. Oh, okay. I okay. just in watching all these videos saw that part of it. Saw okay. like that. It was like, oh, Shadow Link goes back a ways. Yeah, Sh- Shadow Link was. I I thought Shadow Link in Ocarina was such a cool concept. He was he was an interesting thing, especially if you like tried if you played blind and not didn't know what was going on. That was a confusing time. That was a really confusing one because it was like, wait, what? What do you do? Oh, so so he's more than just a one-off type character. He's throughout the game. Uh, but yes and no my understanding is that it's not the same shadow like it's a it's basically like a an uh, echo an echo yeah it's an echo but it's not the it's not like the same thing over and over it's just like a different echo it's the same concept different entity i guess it's like okay. a person uh, casting a spell it would be same effect, different spell. One thing they added to the the 3DS game, A Link Between Worlds, is when you would uh, street pass with somebody, you you would have to fight oh. the Link that where they were in the game, basically. So, like I was like most of my street passes, I would win because I was a real high level Link. Like I had mm-hmm. all my hearts, I had all the weapons. Right, at least early on, like I, I blazed through that game, and so you would actually go, you would fight different people. Basically, I mean, it was all it was all done by the computer. You weren't doing a multiplayer kind of game, but mm-hmm. you would fight their their version of of their link, and uh, so it was kind of cool. That was kind of the little side, that like, is, that's mini really game, interesting. yeah. Basically, so kind of that's kinda a really fun, cool concept. Little, little yeah, yeah. Definitely. Nice. I'm trying to think. Yeah. What else you got? Question wise or just in general? Because I got a lot of things. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Questions. I should have specified. Questions in regards to Zelda. Ah. Why does he wear green? No, I'm kidding. Um, because he's loosely based off of Peter Pan. There you go. The What was the name of the creator, the main story writer for him? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know if I could even pronounce it. Even yeah, I don't Sh- it. Shigeru Miyamoto? Yeah, I think that would be... He was... I mean, he was the... Uh, I'm pretty sure he was the father of Mario and Zelda. And, oh, and uh, Zelda. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Know that he did both. Yeah, and basically, the idea for for the original Legend of Zelda is that was when he was a child, he would spend many hours in the woods, um, exploring and and you know going on these adventures in his imagination, and that's uh, that's where the idea for this game came from. So would you say this would be one of the first, if not the first, major RPG immersive world type game that really came out in the 80s 
that allowed us to do free world roaming versus, I mean, you had, I can't even remember what came out in the early, the early 80s besides like the one-off coin type games where you go in, you shoot like asteroids or whatnot and they die, you die and there's no story based, but this one actually slowly developed into a story. Do you think this is like the first one that really did that or were there others around that time? Like uh, Kung Fu in the chat, there's yeah, Final, Final Fantasy did. But okay. before that, on the Atari was a game called Adventure, and oh, you were basically yeah. in a dungeon, and but and you could move throughout this dungeon, but you had to. Uh, there was a key that was kind of randomly generated. I, I believe it may not have been. I have only played it one time, so don't like quote me on this. But but basically, you had to. Uh, you had to to avoid a dragon and make your way through these these dungeons and it was you could pretty much go where you wanted you were just limited by the space of the map more or less like it you know mm-hmm. s- same as zelda i mean you could go or you know uh you could go where you wanted but you couldn't get to certain you needed a raft to be able to get to certain areas you mm-hmm. know in uh, in in adventure you needed uh uh to get a key to unlock, to get to another room, you know? And then there was even, that was the first game that had like an Easter egg where you could find this little dot and take it to a certain area. And it would open up this room that had like the developer's name and like rainbow letters. And it was uh, like when that was figured, like this was like in the set, like early, early eighties and seventies when this was found out, like, and it would just travel through the playground basically. Right. You know, wait, like, a, wait a second, blue. Isn't that, referenced in uh ready player one isn't that in like chapter one that game he just referenced uh i would be sure i would be really surprised if it wasn't i honestly haven't read the book yet because i'm still needing to go get it um i would be i want to say it as i think it is i think it is i think i remember hearing someone saying something about that like the protagonist in the book said that uh he had hidden like they wouldn't allow him to put his name on the game the company wouldn't. So he hid his name in the game and you had to, it was an Easter egg and it was the very first Easter egg. Yeah. That's cool. That's real cool. Nice. Oh, Mage Mage in the chat just confirmed that. Yay. Thank you, Mage. Or it is, it's, he says, I'm not sure if it's that game, but there is a game with that reference. No, it is. And it's like, it's like, oh, let me, let me find the, um, let me find the guy's name because it's uh let here we go. It uh, I'm not it's not showing up super quick, but it yeah, it's the developer's name. Um yeah, Warren Warren Robinette, I think, is the I'm just trying to search through real quick to see. That's okay. But I'm pretty well, sure that uh yeah. Yep. It, it, his name is it, the very first Easter egg. There it is. Yeah, Warren Robinette. It says created, created by Warren. It, that's what you end up seeing when you find this room. So, and what was super cool is not too long. Like it's been, it's been a couple years now. But we went down. Um, if for any of you guys that are that are like 
just like are into Nintendo or the classic Nintendo stuff. There's a movie that's on Amazon right now called Nintendo quest. Go watch that movie. Um, I podcast with the, like the, the, the main guy in that movie. We do a star Wars podcast together. I got to go meet them for the showing in Portland. And on our way down, we went kind of retro game hunting. And on the way back, we stayed with my aunt and uncle. He's the guy that got me into gaming and he pulled out adventure and showed me this Easter egg. Cause I, I'm, he, I didn't know much like that was one I never played when I was a kid was adventure. So mm-hmm. n- not that long ago, I actually got to see this. That's uh, awesome. And, and, you know, here's my uncle, like he's in his late forties. You put that Atari controller in his hand and it's like, it, it's like watching a master at work almost. <laughs> you, 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 I'm, I'm serious. Awesome. Like it was really cool. Just what I'm like, I don't even, that I could do the stuff he's doing. And it's, you know, it's such a simple way to play, but like, that was just, that's like, that was, it's like putting an NES controller in my hand, basically, you know, it just, uh, um, it feels natural to me. That's what feels like right to get Nintendo thumb from playing turtles continually. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, I don't know. It was just cool to recently see that Easter egg. He's like, here, check it out. And so, Anyway, kind of off on a rabbit trail, but no worries. Um, I do recommend Nintendo Quest. Go watch it. Really, really cool. Really cool. And great guys, too. Awesome. So I guess my my kind of wrap-up lore question, as far as Zelda goes, just, just jump back into it a little bit, is most of the games are like single-player. You really don't have any interactions. There's no multiplayer except for I saw that there's like one that breaks into where you have some multiplayer. How, how do they rectify that story wise, lore wise? Like, and what game was that four swords adventures or whatever that did the multiplayer or four swords, four swords was definitely one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's been a couple, and, haven't there? And then Triforce heroes Tri- yeah, is another right. one, which is such a bummer because it runs on the same engine as uh, a link between worlds. But like you can, I believe if I remember correctly, I didn't end up buying that game because they said you had to have two copies of the game or three copies of the game. And the people had to be in the room with you um, to play it. You may be able to play it online, but you can't use voice chat. So it's almost impossible to, (laughs) to figure out these puzzles. And then if you play it by yourself, you have to carry the bots to the different locations and try to get that. Like it's, it's, I don't know. It's just kind of a, kind of a train wreck, unfortunately. Yeah. It's um, weird. And, and four swords, the whole thing is that like, don't quote me on this, but like watching the videos and stuff that I, uh, that I, uh, uh, did it basically link had to be split into four so that he could take on, uh, the the evil that was before him hitting by himself wasn't going to be enough yeah and so it's uh, and that was a that was a gamecube game right i believe that i i have on my i have it on my 3ds but i've never really played it yeah it says that uh he's he's basically trying to rescue the seven maidens which are a couple different characters um and despite the fact that it will release the vati which is a, an antagonistic group uh, Link is forced to draw the four sword from its pedestal in order to split himself into four and have the strength to go and rescue the maidens. 
the links save all seven of them, and then it goes on to. I think the main protagonist or the main antagonist in Four Swords was Shadow Link, actually. Oh, nope. Oh. Take it back. It was Ganon. <laughs> it's like, isn't it always? Never Ganon? mind. It was Ganon. So, yeah. Ganon. And so that so the way they explained it in the lore was like you literally are all the same link. You're just fragments of it. Yeah, but that's so bizarre. Like, yeah. here's what's funny. Like, I'm wondering, like, did the developers pieces? <sighs> <laughs> that, that's I explained everything. Yeah, but like, I'm wondering who. Like, here's what I'm picturing. Like in Nintendo, they're like, uh, "Hey, uh, intern, um, we need you to put Zelda into a timeline." <laughs> what the. <laughs> You want me to do what? In, yeah, in a, like, in a random what, spike of intern retirements. <laughs> yeah, like we're putting out an encyclopedia. We need you to figure out how all these games go together. We've actually never thought about this. We just make these games. It's a new Link. It's a new Zelda. They're on the adventure. It's cool. But uh, go ahead and tie those together for us. All right. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you after lunch. <laughs> we'll see you after lunch. <laughs> Uh. (laughs) because literally the legend of zelda which was the first one in 86 87 is almost the last game in the timeline so yeah that's what uh, that's what so like the first game in the timeline is skyward sword which was released in 2011 and then so, like, I mean, just to run through that real quick, because this is just this is how kind of ridiculous that really is. Skyward Sword is 2011. The Minish Cap, which is the next one in the story, is 2004. Then you have Four Swords, which is 2002. So we're actually going back in time. And then you have Ocarina of Time, which was back in 98. And then that's when you get the split between all the timelines. And then, like, yeah, then you're, you're, oh, my God, the year of ping pongs all across the place. But yeah, Adventures of Link in 1980, 1896. Wow. That was a dyslexic moment. Wow. Little did you know. What timeline are we in now? Doctor Who. It's wibbly wobbly. Uh, The Legend of Zelda in 1986 and then 1987, The Adventure of Link, is actually near the end of the, the Fallen Hero or the Decline of Hyrule timeline. I mean, so the Breath of Wild game, we're thinking thinking Breath of the Wild will take place after the game that was released in 1987. Maybe. Oh, great. I got to get to work. <laughs> I got to start playing. That's the prequel. I gotta get <laughs> oh, God. I'm sure there's story elements I don't want to miss. <laughs> I mean, I saw Destin not earlier in the chat. He's like, you know, if Link steps out of the animus at the end of Breath of the Wild, I'm not going to be surprised at all. <laughs> You know, I was actually thinking that earlier because you guys were talking about like the different weapons, and one of them's like that grappling type hook mm-hmm. thing that shows up in Assassins, and you have bombs in the Ezio trilogy. I mean, I think we're gonna get an Assassin's Creed Zelda crossover at some point. I mean, it looks really good to happen. Well, we're getting a Mario crossover with Assassin's Creed this year, so 
you know, on the Switch, Mario Odyssey. I mean, he's parkouring all over those buildings. It's got to be like. Or Titanfall's crossover. Oh. <laughs> that would be awesome. That happened with Kirby, the last game that came out on DS. You're riding around in a mech in that game. So That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm out. I'm tapped. <laughs> I have her no cha- idea what her to ask. chat just found the the, w- the wiki. Why is oh. there a flute shaped like a giant nut? <laughs> is he talking about the ocarina? I think I think so. I, I'm not really sure. Followed up with the blue thing. Yeah, that's probably uh, okay. That. That's the ocarina. Okay, that's an actual hey, instrument too. Yeah, it is, and I actually have one. Hurt if you go to my Twitter, I posted it earlier tonight. I have a version of the ocarina with the triforce on it could you play a pona song please no <laughs> the funny thing is the funny thing is, is I have, yeah i have one and i don't know where mine is yeah it was actually based off the n64 controller the I, I, that was the other kind of cool trivia thing is like each each kind of i, I don't know yeah i think it was each instrument was kind of designed with the the console in mind, right? Because like the Ocarina mm-hmm. was kind of modeled off the N sixty four controller. You have uh, Josh. You said it was Wind Waker. That was the baton, which yeah. makes sense because it's the Wii mode. Um, no, that was a GameCube. Oh, GameCube. Yeah, Wind Waker. Oh, Wind Waker was GameCube. Yeah, Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword were Wii. Okay. I don't know the instruments that were in those games, but I do know, I do know the trivia fact about the, the Ocarina being modeled off the N60 because it was the, um, the arrows that or the, what do you call them? The yellow, yellow buttons, not the D pad, but the other, the other arrows, C buttons, C buttons. That's what it was. Yeah. I'm reading tweets from your co-host right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to throw that out there. So, yeah, he's awake. Yeah. <laughs> he's awake. Well, it's a good time. So to to be able to fully make fun of Justin next next episode, we should probably roll into final comments so that we can tell him that as he woke up, we were ending. Done. <laughs> poor, poor Justin. <laughs> oh, man. I just want to know what his feed looks like right now with how many people... <laughs> Because I know I sent him like four or five. Uh, this is this is the amazing, amazing part about making fun of Justin. Mm-hmm. It never ends. Well, it looks like a blue nut flute. Thanks, thanks, Hurt. <laughs> the actually, oh man, uh, Hurt. Funny fact about ocarinas: ocarinas are one of the oldest instruments that we know of. Like in general, I'm not thinking like game wise. It's one of the oldest fl- instruments. Period. Flutes were, and ocarinas are neat because you can actually make what's called a potato ocarina. Mm-hmm. So look that up. That's the one I have. Is a potato ocarina. Yeah. And you can do it out of clay, and you can actually make a real, like use a potato to make one. It's tough, and you have to dry it out just right without letting it rot. But you can make potato version ocarinas as well as the uh, 12-hole ocarina, which is the one that I have. Yeah, that's the 12-hole one is a crazy one. Yeah. It's fun. But on that note, do you want to roll into final comments and shout-outs? 
Sure, let's do it. Josh, what do you, what do you got for us for final comments or shout outs? Uh, final comments. I guess if you've never played, if you've never played Zelda, like if you if you can get a hold of a 3DS and start with Ocarina of Time, um, that's a great place to start. If you get yourself a new 3DS, you can get almost every Zelda game made. Um, you, you can get a lot of you can get the majority of them. You can get all the handheld ones minus the Minish Cap. You can get all the ones on Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Um, I don't think you can get four swords anymore because they closed down, uh, the old DS, uh, internet, but, but you can start with Ocarina and go right into Majora's map. I'll have two completely different experiences from what my understanding is. And so I, I would say start there. And then, you know, if you have an old, if you have an old, uh, we, Remember, it plays GameCube games. You can find Twilight Princess if you don't want to have to swing the Wii remote. Um, you also can play uh, Wind Waker on that from the GameCube as well. So, um, if you if you have some of those old old uh, old systems still around, go 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 play these games. Like yeah, they yeah. they they do hold up. I mean, graphically, they can sometimes be a little tough to look at, but. Um, <laughs> They, uh, they're great. So hi- highly recommend. Cool. And then, uh, green, what about you? Uh, my shout outs is to Mr. Sleepy man, Justin, <laughs> for being such a good sport about all the Twitter <laughs> and for not like getting totally mad at us for blowing up his Twitter feed every time that he <laughs> does something really, really silly like this. I just and, saw uh, the message. Oh God, no, uh-huh. not my Twitter. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> this is the second time that either Pins and I have attacked his Twitter or we've set other people onto his Twitter and just let people blow it up. It's fun. Um, <laughs> I'm glad he's a good sport about it. But my other <laughs> shout out comment. It, it it does sound really, really interesting. I do have a 3DS, so I probably will look it up myself. And I'm actually super excited about, as far as shout-outs for other things, I'm super excited about reading more of Ready Player One. I went through and read chapters 000 and 0001 today, and this book is going to be insane. So if you haven't jumped into the book chat or haven't gotten hold of a copy of it, or even an Audible version of the book, um, Will Wheaton actually reads the book for Audible. So if you like Will, or if you don't like Will, just get a text version of it. But it is so far amazing. It's, it's yeah, I'm just blown away for the first two chapters. And I'm really looking forward to having people to discuss it with in chat. So hit us up in the book chat for sure. That's it for me. Awesome. Uh, my shout outs are going to be obviously the emails. Thank you guys for any emails that you send us. Uh, we always really appreciate hearing your guys' thoughts on the topics, whether it be extra lore or the just regular destiny 
themed chats every week. Um, the next extra lore, like I said at the beginning of the episode here, is going to actually be on Kingdom Hearts. It's already going pretty quickly through the chat over on Discord. So be sure to jump in um, for that topic. And uh, just once again, welcome to Green, to being a full-time co-host on the team. We're really, really looking forward to having you on to help us help us keep our sanity. So, oh shucks. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Us for stepping in because this would not have been as fun or as informative. Not to like dog on blue or anything, but yeah, no, it's, no, it's it's nice, it's, it's, it's nice an to have somebody statement. else here for that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So thank you for jumping in with us tonight. That's awesome. Oh, it's my pleasure, guys. Like any chance to talk about Nintendo stuff, I'm I am I'm on board. <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with your name, right? No. No. Well, <laughs> see, I mean, even my name, like m- my wife's on Twitter as N64Gen. I mean, like we were dating and playing Mario Kart and playing the Nintendo 64. You, so that's you, you survived Rainbow Road? Bro. <laughs> we, for our 17th wedding anniversary, we came home and made up a drinking game with Mario Kart 64. That's awesome. 64 I want to know, oh, know the rules. That that's, sounds awesome. We just modify You can Google it um, because she doesn't like cheap beer. And so like the, one of the rules was like, you have to shot. You have, you can't, compl- you can't go over the finish line until your beer is gone. <laughs> So you can either race and get to the finish line and then and then just chug the beer or so we came up with our own rules. Like if you fall off, that's a you have to keep you have to kind of keep a mental checklist. Like if you fall off, that's a drink. If you shoot yourself with a green shell, that's three drinks. And I think we just did margaritas or something. And so um, we, we we had a good time. It was it was fun. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. Links to all our sites can also be found with our episode archives over on www.focusfirechat.com. Thank you again, Josh, for jumping in the chat. Really appreciate having you as part of the chat. And as usual, we will be sure to include all your contact details in the show notes for this episode. Please be sure to also email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any feedback or questions concerning the podcast and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback on iTunes or through email as well. We do try to stream a recap of the month-long Extra Lore conversations in the first week of each month, but if we have any variations, we always make sure to let everyone know through our Twitter account, at FocusFireChat. Also, be sure to check out our partner podcast within the Guardian Radio Network over on theguardiansofdestiny.com. So, until next time, focus your fire, and may your light shine bright. 